Welcome again, African Tech Junkies, back to another podcast episode of Tech in Africa, Meet the Founders, where we get to talk with the founders and all the important people of startups across Africa. I'm Karis, and joining us today will be Elvis Silayo, founder of PayChap from Tanzania. Elvis, how are you this afternoon? I'm very fine. Okay. First of all, can you pitch us your company in brief? What's the business exactly? Uh, actually, PayChap is a fintech startup with a mission to accelerate Tanzania towards a less cash economy by offering a consumer-centric lifestyle mobile payments application that acts as a secure digital wallet. So basically, PayChap is built around the need of Tanzanian consumers and it incorporates peer-to-peer transaction also making payments, bills payments, rewards, offers, also movie and event ticket booking with a range mm-hmm. of other social and lifestyle services favoring the growing network of users and retail partners in Tanzania. Okay, then can you tell us more about yourself in personal, your personal background, your experience, and how have you been involved to this journey exactly? Um, basically, um, uh, on my educational background, I'm a, I'm a final year medical student, but I have a very strong interest in technology. So before starting PageUp about five, four years ago, I worked closely with some startups as well, uh, startups on e-commerce, logistics, and other on-demand services. And um, I came to realize that their users preferred cash payments more, but the cash payments were we are actually more expensive for the startups to handle a cash-related infrastructure. And also, the use of mobile money services by using USSD was also inconvenient and a long process of transaction or or settlement of payments. But then, when I had to reflect back to my experience of using PayPal and credit card to do online payments, then the convenience and speed in checkout was always incredible. Then I just thought, like, uh, what if these startups, which were actually working online, could have some kind of a reliable API rather than people pressing an order online or maybe like request for a service online and then have to go back to to initiate a USSD mode of transaction. So there is where now I had to to I I had to learn more about payments and. Uh, uh, at, back then I never knew about fintech, so there is when I came to know more about fintech. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, on the process of learning, I came to realize that it's not just about online payments or startup, but also local businesses or maybe like uh, retail partners or at the brick and mortar stores. So there is when now I came to understand that by revelation the power of technology and also mm-hmm. so as we may serve the consumers and mechanics better, then they can actually benefit more from digital payments and actually Mechans will grow their businesses as well as consumers will have a more reliable and convenient way of paying their of paying their, for various products and services. Okay, then regarding your market, can you tell us more about the market in your country? Why did you choose this market aside from the what you spoke earlier? Um, actually, Tanzania, I would say Tanzania is my domestic market and it complements the understanding of uh, my understanding of the market needs. But mm-hmm. it's not that we, we are going to be confined to Tanzania. If the company grows well, then we are going to scale even outside Tanzania. But uh, with regard to Tanzania, with a population of more than 50 million people, 
the smartphone penetration rate and internet usage account for more than half the population and is still increasing actually. So the growth of smartphone usage and cheap data rates propel the digital savvy young population of Tanzania, which is our first target market for the uh, first target market for the cashless lifestyle society, lifestyle we want to bring to the society. And uh, our technology could actually be the central part or could be the central solution for the increasing demand of new ways to do daily transactions and also new payment experience that uh, is more hassle-free. And also businesses here are taking full advantage of the chance to use the most modern technologies to serve their customers better. Therefore, through PayChap, we would like to, to, we find that this is a two-sided problem whereby customers want uh, more of a platform that would enhance uh, convenience in their daily payments, but also businesses who like a payment infrastructure that could help them boost their business and also connect them better with their customers. And um, that is why we, we try to bring PayChap in, which is more centralized solution that could actually serve their customers better, but also enhance businesses to grow. Mm -hmm. And regarding your company, what are the main issues you have been facing with your company in the country as of right now? Uh, actually, in an economy like, like Tanzania, whereby the majority mm -hmm. of transactions are actually done by cash, mm -hmm. uh, I think trade and the whole commerce ecosystem is becoming inefficient because of cash transactions. Mm -hmm. And for I this to be more efficient, uh, larger contributions will depend more on digital payments. I would say that uh, mobile money like M-Pesa, Tigo-Pesa, have played a significant role in facilitating in uh, in actually growing the digital payments industry but there's still a lot to improve and this is because with the rise of e-commerce uh, social media businesses or even offline businesses uh, mm -hmm. the cash option is gradually becoming irrelevant to the change in lifestyle of the modern consumers so there is actually a need for faster and frictionless payment experience with trust at the heart of transactions. So uh, at PayChap, we understand that consumers currently are used to cash payments, and therefore the road, the road towards cashless economy will be a combination of evolution and revolution. The evolution will be behavioral change, which will actually occur very slowly, mm -hmm. while revolution will be the technology side whereby things are moving really fast and actually we have to keep up with the pace and the consumers also uh, have to, to adapt with it very, very fast as well. And are there any substantial competitors around you and outside of the country, who are your main inspirations? Uh, I, I would say PageUp business model is structured in a way that it makes competition irrelevant. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Currently, most of the fintech startups but also uh, corporates like Mobile Money and, uh, and banks are actually going solving the financial inclusion problem. Uh, with PayChap, we've tried to redefine that problem and uh, we are trying to solve the financial under-inclusion problem. And the difference is that for them, they make financial services accessible to all, but PayChap is trying to increase usage of digital financial services by centralizing it to users' payment needs uh, therefore, deriving value to the usage of services, making it, making it more convenient, but also rewarding through cashbacks and even affordable than using cash.
So this gives us a chance to to actually make potential partnerships and interoperabilities with uh, uh, mobile money and banks and other financial service providers. Uh, and actually, uh, I, I, I and also uh, on the other side of the coin, I actually don't see them as competitors, but also as supporting mm -hmm. figures to okay. fight the real enemy. Yeah, and the real enemy here, it's uh, it's actually the consumer behavior of using cash. So uh, oh, particularly, okay. I would say like cash is the cash is the biggest competition we have, and together as paychap mobile money, banks, and other financial service providers, it is our responsibility to first eradicate the real enemy, which is cash. And um, uh, and uh, from there, we can actually create a, a, a cashless economy, which it's our vision, and it's the vision that we commonly share. Uh, and our inspiration comes from uh, mobile payments revolution, which has recently happened in China and India. Which has been enabled mm, yep. by uh, big competitors like big big companies, not competitors actually, like WeChat, Alipay, and also Paytm, with the breathtaking mm. speed and scale that they've actually tried to to bring to their economies and also to their fintech ecosystem. Uh, that's the big inspiration that we actually have. And what is your point of view, of, uh, subjectively, as a startup founder, not not as a company, but as a startup founder, about the market in the country? Uh, I would say, as a startup, uh, as a startup founder in Tanzania, uh, uh, currently, uh, startup founders in Tanzania, we actually try to develop very good technology solution to the market, mm -hmm. but the problem that we face is that the market is actually lagging behind to absorb or to adapt to the solutions. And um, actually, I think like this is what makes some startup ecosystem more more uh, less effective than the others. There are other ecosystems whereby uh, they're actually growing very well and uh, very fast just because their market absorbs and adapts to the solutions that they bring to the market very fast. Uh, therefore, in Tanzania, I would say that as tech entrepreneurs, uh, uh, there's still a little understanding on how we can actually form effective startup ecosystem uh, our, regarding to our internal dynamics, how we work, what makes us grow, and how can we achieve sustainability, and how we can connect with the local economy to drive productivity. Therefore, uh, in Tanzania, having a well-structured ecosystem will be a key to raise awareness to the market, mm -hmm. uh, influence startup-friendly government policies, attract local investors and also outside investment, mm -hmm. and also fill the skills gap and build supportive infrastructures that can improve the ecosystem and also could actually create or uh, the next generation of entrepreneurs could benefit from what we can actually build from now. And is it hard to find investors there in your area in, in Tanzania? Uh, I would say it's hard. And um, there are very few local investors in Tanzania who invest in startups. In majority of them, I think they uh, they they kinda underestimate the potential of startups to become big companies in the future. And um, most of them will inject small amount of capital for a large amount of equity. And this actually limits the future growth and opportunity for further rounds of funding to a startup. 
this has made uh, startups in Tanzania and I, and I, and I think uh, to focus more international investors who are very few and most of them have and also most of the international investors they have interest with few with few African uh, with startups in few African countries maybe like mm, only maybe okay. like in Nigeria Kenya and South Africa so okay, investors okay. Are, are focusing on those three markets uh, but despite the hardships, uh, I would say that I still read news from that other African startups are raising some rounds of foundings which are a few thousands to a few million of dollars for a fair amount of equity. So this actually gives me hope. And I think like if we st- mm. keep doing a very good work, then uh, potential investors will, will who believe in our vision will just come in our way and we can raise uh, good funds from that. But also currently we are open also for interested investors who would like to be part of our vision. We are open for negotiations. And what do you think is lacking to your company to develop it further? Uh, what are the main barriers to develop a startup there? Um, actually, I would like to regarding to I would like to focus more on a fintech ecosystem in Tanzania. Uh, mm-hmm. So on fintech, I find it, it's it's a bit hard. Uh, and the hardship comes with navigating the regulations and compliance. Uh, and this actually, uh, the regulations in Tanzania are, uh, are uh, currently, they cannot be applied to new business models or new technologies, or they could actually be too restraining. And this can be money and time consuming and not before long, a, a startup can run out of money before even getting a chance to test the product or a model to the market. But fortunately, uh, uh, trying to compare with other authorities, maybe like in Kenya or Sierra Leone, where they have the so-called regulatory sandbox. Uh, regulatory sandbox, this is actually a framework where fintech startups test uh, new business models and innovations in a controlled environment and a supervision of a regulator. And fintechs are allowed to perform live testing under special exemptions on a limited scale. Uh, so this actually gives regulators real insight on the market and aids them to develop appropriate regulations so as they make try to create a startup friendly uh, environment and through that the startups also can actually attract even investment from outside and also locally. Uh, so I think what lacks in Tanzania is uh, the government has to adjust regulations that can mm. actually foster investment not only in fintech but also in other in other industries and regarding your perspective what is your perspective for the next years of the company your goal your uh, next objectives and uh, on africa in general uh, actually I, I would say uh, we are really improving the startup ecosystem mm, okay. uh, is is growing and becoming vibrant uh, the awareness is raising investors also are showing interest in african startups so i think it's just a matter of time before we all see the africa that we all want and for this mm, to happen okay. i think it's all upon us so if you can imagine a better continent together by developing scalable and sustainable solutions uh, while embracing technology as key enabler to unleash the african social and economic development and the potential that are actually here then I think uh, we are currently on the good cause and we are at the pivot point. And as you know, we are always on the look of great startups, new products and amazing entrepreneurs. Could you probably name a few that exist in the country? 
actually just to name a few maybe like three of them i know okay. there's a uh, fixture this is a platform which connects verified handymen with households which are okay. actually doing a very tremendous job also there's another one called toolboxy which is a platform that connects skills with opportunity uh, this is actually doing a very good job in empowering the informal sector as well and also there's nala money which is a platform that offers has of free app based on your SSD payments experience and um uh, this is a few that I could mention, but there are still many more, which mm, yep, I think I sure. don't have time to mention all of them. Yeah. And last but not least, uh, I'm going to ask you one last question. What is your favorite quotes in doing business? Uh, my favorite quote is that being an entrepreneur is simply developing a solution to a problem and build, and build business around it to facilitate scalability and sustainability of the solution. Okay, and that was a very satisfying answer from Elvis. Then drives into the conclusion of our interview for today's episode. Again, Elvis, thank you for joining us this afternoon, and we hope that PayChap will continue to make payments easy for everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And before we end this session, Elvis, is there anything you would like to say to the listeners? Um, I think I've said a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay, this okay. is enough for today. Yeah. All right. And then we'll see you all in the next episode of Tech in Africa Meet the Founders.